this is Wyatt Jackson here, and I'm back with, um, well, the start of my first saga I'm reviewing. That's right. Um, but before I get into that, I'd just like to say welcome to Adventures into Odyssey. So, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, I'm starting a new saga, which is the Leonard Meltzner saga. This will be where I review all but the last three Leonard Meltzner episodes. So, that should be really fun, and I'm looking forward to it. So, as you know, the first episode I'm reviewing is Last in the Long Line, episode 157. It originally aired July 6th, 1991, and it was written and directed by Phil Lawler. So, good new Phil Lawler. This is a pretty good episode. Um, produced by Dave Arnold and Phil Lawler, executive producer Chuck Bolte, engineered by Dave Arnold, and it says it doesn't know what the music is by. So, yeah, this is a pretty good episode, and I've been looking forward to reviewing this one for quite a while. So, the AAO Wiki has episode promos that air the album, uh, the episode previous, and it kind of gives a sample to what the episode is. And so you can find all these promos on the AAO Wiki, but I just thought it would be better to start off doing episode promos. So... Without further ado, let's get into the promo of Last in the Long Line. Next time on Adventures in Odyssey. I mean, how would you feel if you looked over and saw your name on one of those tombstones? Eugene makes an amazing discovery. Oh my. My name? It's on one of the tombstones. What will he find? Digging into his past. My grandfather is alive! Eugene, do you realize what this means, Mr. Whitaker? I'm not the last in the long line anymore. Find out on the next Adventure in Odyssey. Kind of a weird. Uh, these older promos are all really weird. The music—it's like haunted house music, I guess. Um, uh, and yeah, it this summer it did kind of give a teaser of the episode. Still, kind of a weird promo though. Ah, uh, I don't. I'm not sure what I think about it and if I like it or not. But anyway, that's the promo. Uh, let us dive into the episode. So. We start with a cold start, which is unusual for adventurers not to see this early, in the churchyard. And so Bernard is finishing cleaning the windows at a church, and Mrs. Grayson, the church secretary, comes. And this is the only time in Adventures and Odyssey we hear from Mrs. Grayson, a.k.a. Chris Anthony, which is who it is. So anyway, Mrs. Grayson is the church secretary, and she and Bernard are talking because he's finishing the windows. Then Eugene comes out, and Bernard... And, um, Eugene... Ha has a line that I love, it, and he says, Oh, Bernard, I wasn't aware of your presence. And then Bernard says, What presence? All I have is in my bucket. Which is awesome because they're use, both interpreting the same word differently, which, yeah, it's awesome. Good writing, Phil Lawler. So, um, um, Eugene's been creating a database for their pastor's sermons, and he's organized the sermons by title, subject, date, word count, frequencies of verb usage, and similarities and instruction in and sentence structure similarities. So, yeah, that's Eugene for you. Um, and so she's like, ah, uh, okay. And then Bernard says, um, don't try to figure it out. You'll just hurt yourself. Which is great. I like, I like Bernard right here. I didn't mention it earlier, but I have serious prob problems with Bernard this episode. I'll get into each one of my problems with him. So, anyway, moving on. Mrs. Grayson leaves, 
end, um, Eugene says something like, oh, she reminds me of this Greek woman, like, who lived thousands of years ago. And Bernard's like, ah, you two should get along then. And Eugene's like, uh, why is that? And Bernard says, well, what you say is Greek to everyone else. And Eugene's like, uh... And then he gets it, and he's, like, laughing. He's like, good one, Bernard. And Bernard's like, yeah, yeah. And so, um, he... They're both walking back, and he convinces Bernard to walk with him. And then they have a discussion about whether it's better going through the cemetery or going through uh, over on the streets. And Bernard's like, well, I just don't like going through cemeteries. And Eugene's like, well, okay, let's go longer way. It'll give me a chance to tell you about my computer program. And Bernard's like, ah, let's go shorter way, cemetery. So they do. And then Eugene's like, ah, it's curious. You're, um, uh, you're, uh, scared of, you're scared of death, and Bernard's like, no, I'm not, I'm just, my brother used to tell me scary stories about seeing my name on a tombstone, which is interesting. I think this is the first time we kind of hear of Bernard's family. I might be wrong. If I am, give me an email, because I haven't got any email yet, just so you know, but it's adventuresintoodyssey at gmail.com. Anyway, off on that tangent, so Bernard has a fear of cemeteries, and yeah, and Bernard says his older brother used to tell him stories about seeing his name on a tombstone. And Eugene's like, oh, Bernard. And then Eugene sees his name on a tombstone, which is pretty creepy enough. And then we get, um, oh, okay, so Eugene sees Meltzner on a tombstone, but there's flowers covering the first word. And so he goes to move over it. Bernard doesn't want him to. And then, like, he sees it's Leonard. And Bernard's like, ah, it's just Leonard. And then Eugene's like, that's my dad! And then we get the Chris intro, which is interesting because we get a big scene first, but with just a cold Chris intro, or with a cold start. And then we get the Chris intro. And it's, she uses pretty creepy music. Um, so anyway, the Chris intro's done. We go to Wit's End, and Lucy's trying to think of an idea for an article. And she's asking Mr. Whitaker, and Mr. Whitaker doesn't really know. And then Eugene and Bernard come. Or Eugene comes first, and Eugene's just dazed, and he's like, Leonard, Leonard, Leonard Meltzner. And which like, Eugene, what's going on? And he's like, Leonard, Leonard Meltzner. He's like, Eugene, oh, yeah, Mr. Whittaker, I'll get right on it. Get right on what? Eugene, Leonard. And it's just awesome. I love <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> uh, and then Bernard comes, and he's spooked. And, um... Wit tries to ask him what's wrong, but Bernard's like, I'm not telling you anything. I've had enough spooks for the day. And so he goes up to talk to Eugene, and Bernard watches the counter and helps Lucy come up with an idea for an article. And so they decide on endangered species for a topic. And so Lucy's happy, and she goes. Then we move on to scene three in a Wit's workshop. So Wit and Eugene are talking, and Eugene tells Wit that his family came from this section of the country. Interesting. And that he's the last of a long line of Meltzners. Also Interesting. And that his parents were lost in Africa at age seven. Interesting and sad at the same time. Then Eugene tells Wit that his father's father had a falling out with the family, but that he can't remember what it is. And that he has a vague memory of a room and a Christmas tree and a silver dollar. And that was the only time Eugene saw his granddad, which we will cover later. And so then Wit says that he'll help Eugene find out if his father's buried at the cemetery. So then we go to Wit's car, and Eugene and Wit are, the, Wit are in his car. And Wit's talking, and he says Eugene came from a long line of intellectuals. And Eugene's like, yeah, but 
we had a certain branch of the family that we didn't talk about because they were dumb, and they were the Mushniks, which will come in handy and important later. And so they're all like doctors and PhDs. Then they pull up to the church. Eugene shows with the grave. Then Eugene realizes the grave has been manicured. Gasp. <gasps> and so then Mrs. Grayson comes, and she says the upkeep is paid for on a monthly basis from the GHM fund in Wet's Lake. Eugene, what's the GHM fund? And Eugene's like, Gyrum Harvey. Garvey Hiram. <laughs> Gyrum Harvey. Garvey Hiram Meltzner. His grandfather. Then we go to commercial break. So, then we go to the churchyard. Again, after the break. And Eugene is just exuberant. And Wit cautions him to be cautious because, well, his grandfather might not be alive. I mean, it's just a trust fund. Good point. And then Eugene asks Mrs. Grayson to go, and she's like, uh, okay, yeah, sure, bye. <laughs> and so um, then Eugene asks Wit alone if he can, quote, unquote, pull some strings to get his grandfather's address. And Wit's like, well, I can try, but you're opening yourself up to a lot of hurt. And Eugene's like, I have to know, I have to know, I have to know. And so Wit's like, Fine, fine, fine. I'll do it. And so then we go to Wit's End, and Lucy comes in, and Bernard's there at the counter, which we find out why in a sec. And, um, oh boy, this scene is where I have almost all my problems with Bernard in this episode. Except in the last one, I have problems with him too. So let's get into it. So Bernard's there, and Lucy tells Bernard that Eugene and Wit are, um, Oh, Bernard, uh, ah, my mistake. So Bernard, um, Lucy tells Bernard that endangered species, the topic they came up with is too big. Like, there's too many endangered species. And fair enough, there are. And so she needs Eugene to help her. Um, and Bernard's like, nah, they're family hunting up in Connellsville. And Lucy says, family? I thought he didn't have any family, which, wait a minute. First of all, if I was working at an ice cream shop, I wouldn't tell every customer about my personal story. I'd tell coworkers if I felt, or my boss if I felt, but what? Eugene just tells like everyone at Wits End his family story? I guess. It's kind of a weird thing to do. Um, Eugene's just kind of, you know, everyone at Wits End and in the town of Odyssey knows his tr kind of tragic family story. Um, okay. I guess some people do it. Uh, I wouldn't, but, uh, okay. And then, um, and then Bernard says the line that I really dislike. He says, Can you imagine being related to Eugene? I think I'd rather pull out my fingernails with a rusty plier. Ouch. Oh, Bernard. Seriously. That hurt. Oh. Bernard. Okay. Here's me getting onto a tangent about this. First of all, Bernard is a Christian. Eugene is not a Christian. So why is Bernard now just bashing Eugene? Second of all, why is it so bad being related to Eugene? I mean, it's not like it's going to change your personality or anything. Which we, spoiler alert, we find out later in the episode that he is indeed related to Eugene. And I will cover that. Bernard, it's not a bad thing to be related to Eugene. And second of all, Bernard is sounding like he just hates it. At, like he hates it. 
But why? I mean, like... And then, last, he says, I'd rather pull out my fingernails with rusty pliers. Uh... Ouch. R pulling out fingernails with rusty pliers. What? Uh... That, uh... And he's saying he'd rather do that than be related to Eugene? He's just being a real... Bernard is being a really a real jerk in this episode, and I don't like it. I think the writers wanted it to come off like, um... It's kind of like a joke, like... But really, it just sounds like Bernard... It, it, like, it, it doesn't come off well. And Bernard just sounds like a real jerk, um, in this episode. So I don't like that. And, oh, why is he telling this to Lucy? Like, he's bashing Eugene in front of Lu to Lucy. Ugh... Bernard. Then Bernard tells Lucy that um, it is indeed related, like this whole thing about Eugene going relative hunting is related to what happened earlier. And then Lucy tells, um, convinces Bernard to tell the story and Bernard goes into the, um, you know, Bernard classic story time teller mode. And then we fade out on him telling Lucy the story. Then we come up to probably the best scene in the episode. Um, it's a house in Connellsville. And so Wood and Eugene pull up to the house, and Eugene says, it kind of looks familiar. And so they ring the doorbell, and the woman answers, and Eugene asks, is this Hiram Meltzner's place? And she's like, well, yeah, and, but, and then Eugene says, can I see him? I must see him. And she's like, ah, I'm afraid you can't. And he's like, no, I must see him. And it's like, we've come a long way. And she's like, yeah, but it's kind of impossible. And this old guy inside the house is like, let him in! And she's like, yeah, but... And he's like, let him in! She's like, ah, come in! And so, um, so they both go into the living room, apparently, because there's a clock in the background, and that is, like, the only sound engineering in this entire scene. And I like it. I'll get into it that in a minute. But the old man first confuses Eugene with Leonard. He's like, Leonard? Is that you? And he's like, oh, I'm Eugene, Leonard's son. And the old guy's like, you look, you're like a spitting image of your father, which is very nice. And yeah, um, you would, like, lots of people are a spitting image of one of their parents. And then things get super emotional, and Eugene's like, grandfather? And then the guy's like, oh, man, Eugene, your grandfather passed away last week. And Eugene's like, last week? I missed him by one week! And, like, he doesn't yell like I did, but it's super, like, the lack of sound engineering in this scene is so amazing. And it, it they just really pulled off so well. And so his he tells him his name's Ralph Reams and that he was Hiram's best friend. And so he tells Eugene that his parents died in Africa, so, he, so Hiram dug a grave and put Leonard's name on it. And he'd go out there every um, week and plant flowers and things. And when he got old and he couldn't anymore, he set up the trust fund. And so, um, and then he tells him the story of the, the first Christmas when um, they were there and Hiram and Leonard had the big falling out because um, apparently they got into an argument and Hiram told Leonard that he'd die in Africa and then Leonard apparently just took Eugene and his wife and just left. 
and never saw Hiram again. Yeah, um, that's sad and depressing. So, um, then Eugene tells Mr. Reams about the silver dollar memory he has. And Mr. Reams is like, oh, uh, would you excuse me for a minute? And, um, Eugene's like, you're right, Mr. Whitaker. I've opened myself up to a lot of hurt. And, uh, well, we should be going now. And so they're just about to go. And Mr. Reams is like, you're not going, are you? And Eugene's like, uh, yeah, I'm going. And then Mr. Reams is like, no, wait, just like, listen. And then, um, he hands him a piggy bank and Eugene's like, oh my word. And even Wit's like, he, Wit can figure out, he's like, the piggy bank. Yeah, um, and it's heavy and it's full of silver dollars. And, um, apparently Hiram made a promise to Eugene that every Christmas he'd put a silver dollar in it. And he did until he died, and he was always waiting for Eugene to come and take him out. Super emotional. Super touching. I just love this scene. Like, it is so emotional and so well done. And all through this scene, there's the ticking of the grandfather clock. And, oh, I'm just going to get on this for a sec, because the lack of sound engineering in this episode, oh, it is amazing. Like, most of the time when folk... When they have emotional scenes like this, when Odyssey has emotional scenes, they have like a big synth in the background and it's like uh, minor keys and stuff like that and it's depressing and sad. But this, it's just so amazing. Oh, I love it. And then Eugene asks for pictures of his grandfather. And so then we go all back to Wit's End and Lucy's reading the article about family heritage. This is my second problem with Bernard, which I'll get into in a sec. Everyone loves it, especially Eugene. Then Eugene mentions that his grandfather's um, mom, his his grandfather's mom's name is Mushnik, like his um, maiden name. And then Bernard's like, ha ha ha, oh yeah, I, uh... oh wait a minute, wait a minute, no. So Bernard's like, yeah, I, uh, I, um, oh, wait, I'm confused. So first Eugene mentions his grandmother's side as Mushnik and Bernard's like, oh yeah, I, my, um, like, third aunt removed or something. His name is Mushnik. And Eugene's like, wait a minute. Like, third aunt removed? And then they figure out that Eugene and Bernard are somehow cousins. So I'm not sure the family logistics, and I don't care. And then Bernard freaks out. He's like, no! I refuse to be related to Eugene! No, this can't be happening! And all the time, Wit's laughing, and Eugene's like, cousin Bernard? And then Wit says, ah, don't be formal. Just call him Cousin Bernie. And Bernard's like, no, wait, stop it. I'm, I refuse to be related to Eugene. Oh, Bernard, why? It's not a bad thing to be related to Eugene. He's acting like it's worse than pulling out his fingernails with rusty pliers. Ugh, Bernard. Don't be a jerk. Like, he's such a jerk in this episode. Oh, it kind of wrecks it, which is sad. Then Chris wrap up about family heritage. And is there a Bible verse? I don't think there's a Bible verse. Um, yeah. So, that's the episode. Eugene finds out that he had a grandfather who died a week before. Um, he visited him, which is depressing. 
And it's going to be like 400 episodes until we get the next episode of the Leonard Meltzer saga. And I am going to be doing that episode next week. And that episode is 574, Prisoners of Fear, part one out of three. So, oh boy, that's going to be a fun one to review. In the meantime, thanks for listening to Adventures into Odyssey. And I've been your host, Wyatt Jackson. Make sure to tune in next time and have a great week. Have a great week, everyone. So, bye. Adventures into Odyssey is a fan podcast by Wyatt Jackson. It has no affiliation with Focus on the Family or Adventures in Odyssey.